serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cards, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Poncheros, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we are coming to you from Sedalia, Missouri and Liberty Park Stadium as your Renegades are on the road again playing the host the hosting Sedalia Bombers here at Liberty Park Stadium. As uh, it is a hot one here, the sun is bearing down, and it is very hot here at the ballpark. But we are ready for some baseball. As uh, coming in for the Renegades, they are riding a two-game win streak, looking for win number three. If they can uh, find a way to get a win here in Sedalia, which is obviously what they're trying to do, as they've looked very good the last couple of games they've had. Got the road win in Nevada a couple nights ago. Got the uh, road win in Joplin as well. Joined, as always, by Grayson Smith. And, uh, Grayson, it's been a while since you've been on air, but uh, you've missed some good games, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I've definitely missed being here. I'm so glad to be back. I've been pretty busy with work and pretty bad with the weather lately and i'm just very happy to be back and i'm ready to watch some renegades baseball i mean it's been a while so they are ready to go as they're starting just a hair early the renegades coming in at 11 and 12 for the bombers they come in at 10 and 2 for the renegades they will lead off with designated hitter Caden deal as deal comes in 
by way of O'Fallon, Missouri, 5'10", 170-pounder, uh, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at Northwest Missouri State. Pitcher on the mound. I'll get that in just a minute for you. First pitch misses, ball one. Deal getting the night off, at least from fielding activities, as he will be the DH. He's going to foul that one off, so that'll even the count at one ball and one strike. Got a battle of the 13s right now. Pitcher wearing number 13 and Deal wearing number 13. Deal digs back in. He's going to hit a chopper. That'll go foul down the first base line. Sun will take one ball and two strikes now. So that'll be a 1-2 count. His next offering on the way. That one upstairs. That takes it to two balls and two strikes. So Ben Haig on the mound for... The Bombers, so 2-2 pitch on its way. That one upstairs, that takes it to full of three balls and two strikes. Haig doesn't have a hometown, doesn't have height, a way to college, nothing. But I can tell you he's one of three, he's pitched in four games, has a 5.90 ERA. That one fouled off, so we'll stay at full. He's had one start before tonight, pitched in four games. Pitched 10 and two-thirds innings, 10 strikeouts, five walks, issued 11 hits. He took the loss in the June 2nd game. But the Renegades are here. That one is going to be Ooh. a ball. So leadoff walk issued to Deal. As Deal will come in. The leadoff, as he's done much of the season, and he trots on down to first base. Now stepping in will be center fielder Tommy Reether. Tommy from Washington, Missouri, 5'10", 190-pound left-handed batter. First pitch to him downstairs, ball one. Bats left, throws right, a sophomore at Missouri S&T. Got this game started about five minutes early, which is fine, however. It throws off my pregame just a little bit. Hague will get the sign. Reether shows Bunt. He'll lay it down to the third base line. He's trying to leg it out, and throw is in the dirt. And they're going to say they got him out, and Deal is going to go down to third base. So heads up play by Deal. Great base running by Caden Deal. So Reether will get credit for a sack bunt. It goes as a 5-3. However, he moves Deal over to third base. And, and Grayson, if I had to sum up uh, kind of what you missed, I'll get to that thought in just a second as David Dell steps in. Dell from Jefferson City. He's a six foot 170 pounder, right handed across the board, a freshman at Columbia College. But if I had to sum up really what you missed over these several games, is uh, the Renegades have had a, found a way to get on base and advance over to second and or third base and get runners in scoring position. Dell will foul that one off. That's not something that we saw much in the first half of the season, but they've definitely been more aggressive. They have got thrown out a few times, but that's okay. I'm okay with that when they're trying to be aggressive. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. Dale will hit that wow. one back up the mound, and we're going to have a double play. He is, or sorry, not a double play. That'll be a throw out. His deal is 
thrown out at home as that pitch lined up the middle off the pitcher. Thought he caught it just for a second. Was trying to do two things at once. First baseman Carter Mize steps in. Mize from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder, left-hander across the board junior at Missouri Baptist. His family has made the way here to Sedalia. His grandparents and some of his other family members. So two outs here as Dell will be standing on first base. First pitch to Mize, low, ball, one. Yeah, what I was about to say is I, I do absolutely love hearing that they are being aggressive. I'd, I'd like to say they've kind of gotten that from the Joplin Outlaws, who we've seen be incredibly aggressive base running-wise against them. And I would just, like you said, I would rather them get thrown out than them not try at all. I mean, that's that's better baseball. It's better. It just It looks better. It makes the team better. And But I, I love to absolutely hear that. I hate that there was that out at home plate and the run doesn't score, but I'll take that. As uh, much rather than, as you were saying, be aggressive, that one fouled off. That'll make it one ball and one strike. Really like to see them, like to see them uh, more aggressive early on, but it just took a little while for them to get there. So that is uh, something that they have done well with here in the last uh, week or so. Two outs here as Mice has a 1-1 count. That pitch upstairs, they'll throw it down to first base. Back safely is Dell. My stepping in, hitting a 3.07 with a team leading 27 hits, including six doubles. He has 10 RBIs, 10 walks, one hit by pitch, three home runs. So we play top of the first inning. No score. Next offering, that one misses outside. So that takes it to three balls and one strike. Hamilton Anderson in the on-deck circle. Should mention, too, David Dell. Congrats to him. He got the Mink League Player of the Week last week. Well, yeah, absolutely. Great for him. Eggs, 3-1 offering on its way to Mize. That one called Ooh. strike two. Interesting that that was called a strike. There was a pitch thrown to um, Deal. It's kind of looked like a changeup, kind of the exact same place. That was called a ball. So we'll see how this ump strike zone looks tonight. But It's an important game here for the South Division as the Outlaws in second place. Bombers in third, swinging a miss. And that will be strike three and end the inning. So we'll go to the bottom of the first inning, still scoreless, as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We go to the bottom of the first inning. As the Renegades had a runner on third base, but got thrown out at home. And as we were talking, Grayson, 
I hate that he got thrown out and couldn't score, but based on how the season has gone, I, I'm glad to see that they're being aggressive on the base path. Yeah, being more aggressive helps build more runs, which they have struggled with at parts of the season, but according to you, it sounds like they've been better at that as of, as of late. Well, we've seen them the last two games get early leads and just add to it, get some cushion onto it. As they played Friday at Joplin, beat Joplin 6-2. to two. They uh, got out early. Joplin was able to tie it up, but then they were able to get some insurance runs later on in the game. And then uh, at Nevada on Saturday, they took the 8-3 to three lead again, scoring early and often, it seemed, in that ball game. As the Bombers will lead off with right fielder in Wyattown. They'll have catcher Zach Dillman up second, and third will be third baseman Braden DeSonia. So Tao will step in as on the mound for the Renegades will be Austin Brewer from Cypress, Texas, right-handed throw, 175 pounds, six foot tall. He's a freshman at Texas San Antonio, so he has hopefully got a hefty career ahead of him here for the Renegades as that one's going to be fouled out of play. It's one thing about this team for the Renegades. They have a relatively young team, which means we could have players for several years to come, which is obviously what you like to do. He's pitched in seven games, has uh, a 2-0 record. That one inside, evens the count of one ball and one strike, has started just one game leading up into this, has had one save. He's pitched 14 and two-thirds innings, 25 strikeouts, four walks, and nine hits with an ERA of 1.84. Sounds like he's been fantastic. He has done quite well. Last time uh, we saw him, was uh, pitching an inning and a third. That was on the June 28th game, last time we saw the Bombers. He got the uh, credit on that for the win. That pitch misses upstairs, evens a count of two balls and two strikes. Tao will step back in, hitting leadoff. He's down in the average, hitting a 171 clip entering the game, swinging a miss, and that will be strikeout. Number one, that is a perfect way to start the ball game for the Renegades. Now stepping in will be catcher Zach Dillman. Dillman sitting fourth on the team right now, hitting a 353 clip, including 18 hits and 51 appearances, and five doubles, including two triples as well in those 18 hits. Let's have eight ribbies. That one straight down central called strike one. I got to say, this is... Kind of big praise I'm about to give to Austin Brewer, but he kind of reminds me of the best pitcher in baseball, and Jacob DeGrom. I mean, his pitching warm-up almost looks exactly like him, and his fastball is lively, and, and I mean, that ball just explodes out of his hands, and it's been, that's how he struck out the first batter of the ball games on a high fastball, just, batter just could not resist, and he's looked great tonight. I wish we had the radar gun to tell you how fast his fastball is. That one on the inside part of the plate called strike two. Then he's showing a curveball, too. Yeah, he's showing a little depth here at his... Pitching ability, which we know is there, shows why his ERA is down low. That one a little upstairs. He's yeah, a count of two balls, two strikes. ERA is down low, just like Jacob DeGrom as well. That's one thing that uh, leading up to the All-Star break here, give everybody a rest, but the pitching staff has done quite well these last several games. That one called strike three. Got Dillman rung up looking, and it's back-to-back strikeouts for the first two batters that the Bombers have sent to the plate. Now stepping in, third baseman, Braden DeSonia. DeSonia hitting a 212 with eight, sorry, seven hits in 33 appearances. He's only played about half the games for the Bombers. First pitch called strike one straight down central. Brewer has brought his A game tonight. Yeah, his fastball. 
I'm going to talk about it all night. It looks fantastic so far. The rest that he's had since the last time we played the Bombers has done well. He's come out. That one's going to be hit foul. He's got enough English on it. It goes foul down the third base line. Well, what that thing traveled about 20 foot from where it went right to left before it went way down the third base line, but it hooked down foul, and gosh, that was about a 20-foot hook there. So it'll be no balls and two strikes with two out. Brewer looking for a 1-2-3 inning, that one downstairs. Makes it one ball and two strikes. Brewer was uh, sort of a late accusation. I mean, he was here before the season started, but a player that wasn't on the roster for much of the the uh, preseason leading up to things getting finalized for the team, and he has been a great acquisition for the Renegades. 2-2 pitch. That one just misses. Ball three will go full. Three balls and two strikes. So he said he is, he is from Texas. He is having a good summer here with the Renegades in Missouri. Bringing Texas heat. Payoff pitch. That one hit a mile in the air, but that goes foul. What do you think the exit velocity on that was? That thing was murdered. I, I saw it about two seconds, and then it was gone. I'd say 80, 90 miles per hour. Payoff pitch once again. Walked him. So DeSonia will be standing on first base. First baseman Braden McGinnis will step in. McGinnis hitting third on the team right now with a 353 clip. But he only has six hits and 17 at-bats. He's only played in five games, so he's doing well, however. He's only played in five games. He's a right-handed batter, thrower to first base. Tag applied by Mize, but back safely was DeSonia. We also saw there's been several pickoff plays we've seen in the last week, too, that have gone quite well for the Renegades. First pitch, that one. Sky a mile in the air. Mize will give chase over to the dugout, but that's going to get out of play. So that will put, just put uh, McGinnis down in the count at 0-1. Another throw over to first base. Brewer trying to keep DeSoni on first base. Got a good location there in that pickoff play as he puts it right in a good position. That pitch swung on and missed. Or strike two. Notice where he throws that towards the inside of the bag there, so it's a super easy way for Mize to catch it and make the tag. Yeah, especially as a left-hander that Mize is. So 0-2 offering on its way. That one upstairs. I'll take it to one ball and two strikes. Anderson looked him back on the first base, looking to Sonia down. That was some great reflexes by Hamilton Anderson. It came out of the crouch ready to throw. One-two offering on its way. That one called strike three, and he's got three strikeouts. And that ends the inning, so no damage done on giving up that walk with two outs. So we'll go to the second inning. Still scoreless. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. 
It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Set the bar high and just go for it. You are destined for greatness. Is it my imagination? Or is everyone telling me I'm already the next big thing? Find your perfect self and follow your dreams. My dreams weren't going so well. For some reason, life was feeling dark and I couldn't snap out of it. All I needed was a little support and a few new ideas. Your life, your voice.org helped me get my life back on track. I can take it from here. We'll go to the top of the second inning with catcher Hamilton Anderson stepping in. He will lead off the inning. He's hitting a 3-13 clip, including those four home runs. That's team leading. Also 19 RBIs. Again, team leading has nine walks as well. He's hitting second on the team with 25 hits. First pitch to him. They're going to say he went around, so he'll be down to the count at 0-1. It'll be... Catcher Hamilton Anderson, right fielder. Andrew Patton, shortstop Joseph Keelholz. Those are hitters five, six, and seven. That one misses, ball one. And they'll have third baseman Seth DeNoyer, batting eighth, and batting ninth will be second baseman Ben Burton. I'll get players here in next inning. That's going to be a hot shot. The second baseman will dive, glove it, throw over to first base wow. in time. Outstanding play by the second baseman. Diving to his left. That, that was a weird hop that the ball took, but he stayed with it. That was crazy good. Now stepping in will be right fielder Andrew Patton. Patton from Columbia, a 6'2", 200-pound right-hander across the board, a junior at Newman. First pitch to him is upstairs, ball one. Patton hitting a two sixty-eight clip this season. That pitch misses outside, a little closer to the strike zone, but goes for ball two. So it'll be two balls and no strikes. One out here as we play top of the second inning. Big cut and a miss there. And Patton goes down for strike one with that swing, and it takes it to two balls and one strike. Patton has 15 hits, played in 14 games. Another big cut and a miss there. I'll even the count of two balls and two strikes. Patton has two home runs this season as well. 2-2 pitch. That one downstairs in the dirt. So we'll go full. As Haig will have the payoff pitch here coming momentarily. Patton again. Right-handed batter. Payoff pitch. They called that one strike three. Got Patton looking. Patton looked like he was getting ready to head down to first base. So shortstop, Joseph Keelholz will step in. Keelholz. He is from Bonnets Mill, Missouri. 5'11", 195-pounder, left-handed batter. Right-handed thrower, freshman in Northwest Missouri State. So first offering to him, swing and a miss. That one was just a little low. Got him to pull the trigger. Higgs changeup is pretty much fooling the Renegades hitter so far. Keelholz hitting a 276, entering the game today. 
0-1 pitch. Swung on and missed for strike two. Fooling him again. He did that to Hamilton Anderson. His first pitch of his at bat. Now he's fooling keel holes so far and making him go down 0-2. The 0-2 pitch will be forthcoming. That one upstairs. So we'll go one ball and two strikes. So he said this is an important game. As the Bombers sitting in third place in the South Division, the Renegades sitting in second. That one misses as well. Takes its two balls and two strikes. Joplin Outlaws claiming top spot in the South Division with a record of 10-9. and nine. Just one game back are the Renegades at 11-12. and 12. Game and a half back are the Bombers at 10-12. and 12. And the Griffins are three full games back at 9-14. and 14. That one called strike three and back-to-back strikeouts will end the inning. It's three up and three down. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. After an inning and a half, we're still scoreless. We'll go to the bottom of the second. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. It costs so little to teach a child to love and so much to teach him to hate. These simple but profound words from our founder are at the core of each parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. Teach me respect. Teach me patience. Teach me love. Visit boystown.org slash magnet to receive a teach love magnet as a reminder that the change we want to see in our world begins at home. And Boystown is there to help along the way. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. As it'll be hitters five, six, and seven coming to plate. That first pitch called a strike to Zane Raglan, the left fielder. Raglan hitting a 229 this season. He's down to the count. No balls, one strike. Next offering, swing and a miss for strike two. Big cut there. A high fastball, high and inside. He could not resist. Yeah, that looked like that was served up on a silver platter, or so he thought. So 0-2 pitch on its way. That one's going to be hit into center field. It'll be sent straight up the middle, and he will be on board with a leadoff single. Designated hitter Spencer Nevins steps in. Nevins is hitting 375. Just played in six games, but has six hits and 16 appearances, including five RBIs and nine walks, one hit by pitch, four strikeouts. So far this season, is he's only been with the team for a couple of weeks now. Nevins, a left-handed batter. Brewer looking, gets the sign. Runner's going to go to second. He's going to put a bunt down. Brewer will field it, throw it to first base, and they will get the out there. That was kind of an awkward-looking hit-and-run. Yeah, it was. Not a very good bunt at all. Just kind of 
poked it right back to Brewer. But it does get the job done. Out number one. So one out here in the inning. As Gideon Antle, the center fielder, he steps in. He's hitting a 213 right-handed batter. His first appearance. Runner on second base. First pitch, he'll foul that one off. So that'll put him down on the count at 0-1. I think they were trying to sort of maybe do what the Renegades did last inning where they had that infield play and were able to advance the runner to third base on it as he took off on that bunt. Brewer hitting the count at no balls and one strike, one out, runner on second base. He'll check the runner, next pitch. That one's going to be hit on the button to Burton, and he's going to try to double up, and he does. And that will end the inning as caught it on the fly and got the runner at second base. That was Raglan in a double play in another imaginary 99-99. To Renegades care. We're both broke, so we don't have anything to give, but we can we can open it up. Any of our listeners want to give an, a donation to the team for that double play, they'd be more than happy. So we'll go to the third inning. And still tied 0-0. Zero to zero. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Wow. Big things going on in the world lately. With so much confusion, it's easy to feel lost and overwhelmed. We all want to believe in something. And the most important cause of all is your amazing self. YourLifeYourVoice.org has answers and advice for teens who feel left out and are starting to doubt themselves. You have so much to offer. YourLifeYourVoice.org can help you find it. We'll go to the top of the third inning. Third baseman Seth DeNoyer will step in. He's from St. Charles, Missouri. First pitch to him, called ball one. He's a six foot, two hundred five pound right hander across the board, a junior at Indiana Kokomo. He's going to hit a high fly ball towards shallow center field. Second baseman will go back on it. He'll make the grab for out number one. I completely lost that ball. I totally thought that was a foul ball until he started running. Stepping in now will be second baseman Ben Burton. Burton from Wellsville, Missouri. 5'10", 175-pound right-hander across the board. A freshman at Lindenwood. His parents have made the trek down here to tell you to watch him. First pitch in the dirt, ball one. Burton just ended the top of the, or excuse me, the bottom of the second inning with a great double play. A line out to straight right towards him. I mean, it couldn't have been any more accurate. And he just... Doubled up at second base with the force out. Runner was leading a little too far off second base. That one called strike one. Yeah, unconventional double play, but we'll take it nonetheless. That strike evens the count of one ball and one strike. As I said, his parents have made the trip just down I-70 here to Sedalia. Burton's going to hit 
A bouncing ball to the second baseman. He'll glove for the four. Three put out. I'll be out number two. Now back to the top of the lineup. And Caden Deal. Deal took a walk. His first at bat. He's the DH for today. He's still hitting a 296 with 24 hits and 81 appearances. He does a really outstanding job as the leadoff hitter. First pitch called, ball one. Mother games around the Mink League. Corinda hosting St. Joe, that's 0-0. Zero to zero. And the Outlaws hosting Joplin. Sorry, the Outlaws in Joplin hosting the Griffins. That in the bottom of the first still scoreless. That second pitch was a ball, next offering. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. Fielded by the shortstop thrower to first base. In time to get out number three. Well, in the inning, there were no runs, no hits, and no errors. And we'll go to the bottom of the third inning. So you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Parents, catching kids being good is at the heart of every parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. We've got parenting guides, articles, videos, quick tips, and even live parent talks on Facebook with Boys Town experts. Visit boystown.org slash praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to catch them being good. And the great parenting advice is just a click away. We go to the bottom of the third inning. As the Bombers will hit sitter, they will send hitters 8, 9, and 1 to the plate. We'll start off with shortstop Raiden Stallman. He's going to hit a slow roller as Burton will get it, and it was slow enough that he could not get a glove on it, and it'll be an infield hit. That was a, not a real good-looking swing, but Stallman is able to just send it slowly towards second base, and he will be on with the leadoff single. So second baseman Kellen Williamson, he will step in. He's hitting a team leading 419. That's got to be close to high up in the Mink League itself. He's a left-handed batter. His first at bat has a runner on first base. The sun's starting to go down a little bit. He'll hit a chopper foul down the first baseline. This has been a really fast-paced game so far. We're only about, oh, I'd say, 30 minutes into this game already. We're already in the bottom of the third. A lot of quick outs from both pitchers. Not a lot of runners on base as... The Bombers only have two hits, and Renegades only have one walk. That one called strike two. As yeah, this has pretty much been a pitcher's duel so far. So no balls and two strikes as we play here in the bottom of the third inning. No hits for the Renegades. Two hits for 
the Bombers. That one misses, ball one. Apparently something is not right in the world with my daughter Alyssa. So one-two pitch, runner's going to go to second, throw down to second base, looks good. And they're going to say he's safe. Just couldn't get the tag on him. Stallman will be in there with a stolen base. Almost looked like he just kind of slid around the tag there. So Stallman will be at second base. Nobody out here. 2-2 pitch on its way. That one misses outside, takes his full. Three balls and two strikes. Long look in here for Brewer. His next offering, that one fouled out of play. So we'll stay full at three balls and two strikes. Getting a little reprieve from the sun. It's catching the corner of the covered covering the covering on the stands here. So a little bit of break on as it is a hot one. It said 88 degrees, but it sure feels hotter than that. So payoff pitch from Brewer on its way. That one misses, walked him. So Williamson will be on first base with a walk. Stallman will be on second base. They're going to put a little shift on here. The Wyatt Town, the right fielder, he was a strikeout victim his first game off. They're putting the shift on as they're Expecting him to maybe try to bunt it here. Denoyer's ready. My is crouching the infield grass. He is going to show bunt. He's going to bunt it over our heads and out of play. Strike one. They were expecting him to bunt, and he did. So we'll be down to the count at 0-1. Again, Denoyer will be creeping in a little bit. My is coming in. They've got Ben Burton. Can't hardly tell here, but is he more than halfway over to first base? Sure looks like it. Yeah, he's pretty close. There's a big gap between short and second. If Keelhole's playing over towards second. Ball hit there, and it's... Runners are going to go, throw down to third base. Denoyer's got, got, got it, him. and he's going to be out. So double steal. However, they only get one to be successful, and another runner is gunned down by Anderson behind home plate. He, he was dead the entire way. I mean, Anderson got him out by probably a mile. Yeah, I definitely I don't think I'd try to take third against Anderson. Second, well, I'd get thrown out either way, but most people. <laughs> most of us would. Yeah, most of us would. So one ball and one strike to count. Next offering, that one upstairs. At least with second, you got a little more space he's got to throw down to get that. Third base, it's a whole lot closer. So that'll take one off the base path. One out here as we play in the bottom of the third inning. Stallman got a leadoff single. Stole second, then was thrown out at third in a caught stealing. Williamson got a walk and took second base as that double steal. However, only one counted because they had a caught stealing and a successful steal at second. So two balls, one strike. Tal steps back in on the Right-hand side of the plate, Brewer will check the runner at second. Swing and a miss. 
That evens a count of two balls and two strikes. Brewer needs to just keep throwing that pitch, that fastball. It's been going right past these Bombers hitters. There's only one base hit off the off a fastball, but he's kind of struggling with his curveball so far. A lot of them have been out of the zone, and it's what caused a couple of these walks. But if he can keep controlling that fastball and eventually work up that curveball, he's going to be pretty lethal tonight. That one fouled straight back, so it'll still be a two-ball, two-strike count with one out here as we play in the bottom of the third. Again, Brewer coming on, doing a great job so far here. One out. Brewer will check the runner at second base. That's Williamson. Now we'll have time called. In the on-deck circle, catcher Zach Dillman, he also struck out in his first at-bat. So he's 0 for 1 on the night. A pitch. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So we'll do the 2-2 pitch again. Tal 0 for 1. As he struck out to lead off the bottom half of the first inning. Just past 7.30 here at Dayfield in Liberty Park in Sedalia, Missouri. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. 2-2 pitch on its way. Momentarily, one out. Brewer looks in. There's the pitch, that one upstairs. The Brewer will take the count full here at three balls and two strikes. Payoff pitch will be forthcoming. And Brewery looks in, gets the sign. Now the pitch. That one's going to be chopped. Foul down the third base line. Third base coach. Had to do a little fast feed over there. So we'll still stay at three balls and two strikes. One out here, runner on second base. That's Williamson. Payoff pitch. That one fouled out of play. So we'll do it again. This upcoming pitch, this will be the ninth pitch of the at-bat. Now getting into the pitch count a little bit for Brewer here. Only two hits so far in this game for either team. That one fouled off. That one caught Hamilton on the inside of the groin. He's going to walk around just a little bit. Shake that one off. Head coach for the Renegades, Mike D'Amelia, steps out, but Hamilton sends him back and said, I'm okay. He's going to crouch down again behind the plate as we're ready. For the payoff pitch, this will be pitch number 10 here this at-bat. Three balls, two strikes. One out, runner on second base. Where's next offering? That one is hit a mile in the air. Burton's going to go to shallow center field who make the grab. For out number two. That was a 10-pitch at-bat. So catcher Zach Dillman will step in. He is 0 for 1, has a strikeout. Has two outs here and one on. Hamilton Anderson will go through some signs. 
They'll exchange baseballs as well. Brewer's going to tie a shoe. Does a nice job putting that double knot in place. So he looks in. He's got two outs here. Trying to get out of the inning after giving up a hit and a walk. They're going to throw down to second base. And they're not going to have a play, but almost caught Williamson napping down there at second. Hamilton Anderson's good at finding those opportunities to catch the base runners not paying attention and almost had another one there. One ball, no strike to count. Brewers next offering, that one upstairs a little inside. Back Dillman off the plate just a hair. We have time called as they're going to have a conversation on the mound. We said we're just after 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. We're bringing you coverage all season long. Hopefully you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. Don't forget, if you haven't done so already, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just search Show Me Sports Network. Got all kinds of good things planned here after baseball season. Got a meeting this week with uh, potential high school in the area to see we can come to an agreement on carrying some high school football this fall. Everybody comes in from the infield here for this meeting. Like I said, though, if you haven't liked our Facebook page, just search Show Me Sports Network on Facebook. Like our page. We appreciate the support. We try to post various things about... Uh, who the projected starters are, and some of the other things with the team going on this week, big week, all-star game. Haven't seen the official announcement, but I know the Renegades are going to be well represented. 2-0 pitch, that one in the dirt. That takes it to three balls and no strikes. I have time called. As they're going to intentionally walk Dillman to save a pitch. So Dillman will have a walk to his credit. He's still 0 for 1, but has a walk. Braden DeSonia will step in. He walked his first at bat. So runners on first and second. Two outs here, bottom of the third inning. First offering from Brewer down central. Called strike one. Clarinda still leading St. Joe 2-1. The Outlaws have an early lead on the Griffins at 1-0. That one's in the bottom of the second inning at Joe Becker Stadium. That's where we'll be tomorrow. Brewer checks the runner at second. 0-1 offering. Swung on and missed. Ball was in the dirt. Hamilton keeping it in front of him. Sonia took a hack at that one. Probably shouldn't have. No, he should not. That was very inside, very low. But Brewer would definitely take say. it. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. We're the ones watching. 0-2 pitch. That one fouled Ooh. back. Just a hair off of his timing on that one. Dillman at first base with that walk. Williamson on second with a walk. And then stole second base in the double steal, but one was cut down and a caught stealing. Two outs here, 0-2 pitch from Brewer on its way. That one upstairs. 
That takes it one ball and two strikes. So Brewer will tow the rubber once again. He'll look in, get the sign. One-two pitch. That one's going to be a hard-hit ball, and it's going to bounce in front of left field. They're going to throw home and, well, not throw home as the run's going to count. As it'll be a Bombers one-to-nothing lead. As Dell trying to double-clutch that ball, and it's going to be an RBI single for DeSonia. Sonia just put good wood on it and just slapped that ball in the left field. Dell kind of bobbled the ball a little bit, so he couldn't get a good throw home. So now there's runners on second and third. Still a little bit of trouble for Brewer as he hopes to settle in quickly. That one swung on and missed. Braden McGinnis, first baseman. He was a strikeout victim his first at bat. 0-1 count. As Bombers lead one to nothing here as we play in the bottom of the third inning. That pitch down central for called strike two. Now he's finding his curveball pretty well. First two pitches to McGinnis. Two pretty curveballs. See what he goes with next on the 0-2 pitch. So two aboard at second and third. Brewer looks in. Long look in, but finally gets the sign. A pitch swung on and missed, and we are out of the inning. So the strand two, however, they did get one run on two hits, no errors, two left on base. I'd say one to nothing, Bombers lead. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. It doesn't matter how you say it, as long as you say it often. Praise your child at least four times for every time you correct them, and you'll be on your way to raising a confident, caring kid. 4 to 1 Praise is just one of the many parenting tools from the experts at Boys Town. Visit boystown.org praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to keep it positive and that helpful parenting advice is just a click away. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We go to the top of the fourth inning as the Renegades will send hitters two, three, and four to the plate. As that'll be center fielder Tommy Reether in the on-deck circle, left fielder David Dell. And at first base will be Carter Mize due up in the fourth spot. Those three can find a way to reach base than catcher Hamilton Anderson. I did mention earlier, I didn't. Started about five minutes early, so didn't get to go through the lineups. As uh, designated hitter Caden Deal led off, 
Hitting first, batting second, center fielder Tommy Reether. He's the one to do upstart this inning. Left fielder David Dell. Bats fourth, batting fifth will be first baseman Carter Mize. Catching tonight, batting fifth, Hamilton Anderson. Right field will be batting sixth. That's Andrew Patton. Batting seventh, shortstop Joseph Keelholz. Third base, batting eighth will be Seth DeNoyer. And batting ninth, second baseman Ben Burton. I think that's the lowest I've heard of Carter Mize batting so far this year. He's usually batted second, thir- third, or fourth in the yeah, lineup. moved him down just a little bit, trying to shake some things up. David Dell, he's leading the team with his hit percentage right now, so he's kind of moved some players around. So Reether will step in. He had a sack bunt. It was a 5-3 put out. First pitch to him. Shows bunt, takes strike one. So he'll be down in the count of no balls and one strike. That pitch, that Ooh. one also called strike two. That fooled Reefer right there. He got him froze on that one. That was a good curveball. Yeah, he turned his hips like he was going to turn on it, but never did. No balls, two strikes to count. That one upstairs. Takes it one ball and two strikes. Reefer hitting a 233 coming into the ball game. Does have nine walks, one hit by pitch. That one's going to be sliced foul. There goes that sun. Yep, now the sun has dropped. And it's it's got a little while before it's going to go behind the trees way off there in the distance. 1-2 offering. They're going to say he went around. Reether tried to hold the, hold the trigger and... Interesting to see first base umpire call on a check swing for yeah. a left-handed batter. but Home plate umpire asked for confirmation. So that's out number one. Left fielder David Dell will step in. He into to a fielder's choice, but did reach safely on first base on that. However, that cut down. A runner, so that one called ball one. Swung on and missed. Really showing off his arsenal so far. Starts him off with a good curveball that was taken for ball one. Then it was a high-velocity fastball just right by him. Then he goes back to a curveball again for ball two. Yeah, that one just missing. So it makes it two balls and one strike. 2-1 offering. Dell's going to hit that one into foul territory. Coming over as the first baseman. And he's going to make the grab in foul territory for out number two. I can't see. All I can see is the Renegades dugout. But judging by the claps from the home crowd, he did catch it. First baseman Carter Mize will step in. He's 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Hamilton Anderson in the on-deck circle. Mize has a team leading 27 hits. Anderson has 25. That pitch upstairs, ball one. They've been chasing each other all season long for that team leading hit total. So one ball, no strikes, one out here. Next offering, that one inside. Put Mize ahead in the count at two balls and no strikes. Haig still on the mound for the Bombers. pitch. That one in the dirt. That'll make it 3-0. 
Mize has been walked ten times this season. Higgs, 3-0 offering on the way. That one called strike. Strike zone was maybe a little high there. I don't yeah, really I know. So. I, think, I think the umpire just tried ringing him up on a 3-0 count. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hamilton Anderson also agreed with that. He's just kind of chuckling over here, walking around. That looked like that was well out of the zone. 3-1 pitch. That one called strike two. Mize again turns around like he's walking to first base. That strike zone's what, been about four feet from it's, the top to the bottom? It's kind of been all around so far tonight. Kind of hard to play when it's that large. So Mize will take a moment, a couple of practice cuts, step back in. So payoff pitch, that one. Well, upstairs, Mize waiting to see if they're going to call <laughs> call it strike three. Thing was at his nose. So Hamilton Anderson will step in. He's 0 for 1, hit into a 4-3 put out. He's got a runner on first base. Hamilton has a team, team leading four home runs, 19 RBIs. He's been walked nine times this season. Does have 25 hits, so two behind Mize, who's standing at first base. That one called strike one. Anderson will be down to the count. And no balls. And one strike. Two out here. Haig will check the runner on first base. That's Mize. A one pitch. Swing and a miss. It's a nasty looking pitch there. I've got Anderson to pull the trigger. Officially no hits in the ball game yet as we play in the top of the fourth inning for the Renegades. Be a good time for Amy to get one in the corner here. That one called ball one. So one ball, two strikes the count, two outs here, runner on first base. It's three ten down the third baseline. Can't tell you what it is the right field. It's a ballpark though. Hamilton Anderson knows well. That pitch outside. As Anderson, a freshman at State Fair Community College here in Sedalia. This is home of the Bombers, home of the Tigers, and home of the Roadrunners. Home of everyone. So 2-2 pitch on its way. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. It's going to get through, and that'll be the first hit of the night. The right fielder misplays it, and they're going to have second and third. They're going to send Mize home, and he's going to go in, and Hamilton's going to have a triple. And we'll have a tie ball game at one apiece. What the heck happened there? That was a slow chopper to right field. I that ball must have just gone right really far past the right fielder if he misplayed it. Hamilton Anderson now has 20 RBIs. I don't know how you rule that. I couldn't see what it was. I'd say it would be a hit than error. That's what I think it is. Probably ruled a base hit. Yeah, he had a, a triple. Yeah, he had a single with a two-base error. So Mai scores from first base. Patton just about took some chin music there as that pitch up and well inside. I was pretty shocked to see Mize and Anderson both keep running past second and third base. And we can't see anything about a fourth of fourth or a third. Big cut and a miss there. Strike one about a fourth or a third of the 
right field line we really can't see. We just see the dugout for the Renegades as I'm almost looking straight down the third base line here where we sit. That one dropped in there for called strike two. That's a good curveball. High curveball, but just got in the strike zone. One ball, two strikes with two outs here is Patton. Trying to stay alive here. Hamilton Anderson on third base. That one upstairs. Even the count of two balls and two strikes. Patton will dig back in. He's a right-handed batter. Hamilton will take a lead at third base. 2-2 pitch on its way. That one misses. That'll take his full three balls and two strikes. Haig still on the mound for the Bombers. We're tied up at one apiece. Payoff pitch. Swing and a miss. That's strikeout number four, and that ends the inning. However, the Renegades were able to get one run and tie it up as we're tied at one apiece. Opas, as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning, you're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We'll go here to the bottom of the fourth as we're tied at one apiece one run one hit no errors for the renegades one run three hits and one error for the bombers bombers will send hitters five six and seven to the plate they'll start off with left fielder zane ragland and designated hitter spencer nevins and center fielder gideon antle first pitch downstairs low ball one Brewer still on the mound. Joplin Outlaws still leading Nevada Griffins, one to nothing. Grindays still leading the Mustangs, two to one. A pitch outside bounces over everyone's head. So we'll take it to two balls and no strikes. Joplin Outlaws having that lead and having command of. The South Division, that one swung on and missed. Got Ragland crossed up there. Joplin Outlaws sitting with a record at 10-9. and nine. They're top the South Division in the Mink League. We play them tomorrow night at Joplin. And one down. They're going to say, did he go around? They say he did not. Mike, Mike D'Amelio getting his money's worth with the umpire. 
He doesn't always say a lot, but I'll tell you, yeah. I kind of have to agree with him, though. If he's going to call a check swing on a left-handed hitter from the first base side, I right. it looked right. like he kind of went here on the right-handed side, but Three that's one my pitch. opinion. Well, that one for sure he swung on and missed, so no question there. That'll take his full three balls and two strikes. So said the Renegades in second place, one full game back with a record of 11-12. and 12. Bombers, game and a half back. That one's going to be fouled out of play. They said with a record of 10 and 12, a game and a half back. And then uh, Griffins, they are three games back in the South Division. They have a record of 9 and 14. So payoff pitch again from Brewer. Swung on and missed. I don't know what you call that. Is you ever reached for one outside, Ragland is a textbook case there. He was headed on down to first base. He reached the far out of that. Yeah, he was, he was totally fooled by that curveball. Spencer Nevins, a designated hitter, steps in. He is 0 for 1, hit into a 1-3 put out, but that did move Ragland, who was on first base, moved him over to second base. Then he got doubled off of second base. That one fouled off. An unconventional double play. It was a fly out to second base, then second base unassisted, so Burton got a double play all by himself. No balls, one strike to count. Evans digs back in, left-handed batter. That one upstairs. Evens the count at one and one. Well, that sun just cannot get down fast enough behind that tree grouping over there. Way off behind third base. Yeah, it was nice earlier. Now it's not so nice. That one misses just high. Ball two. Said it was only 88 degrees. At least that's what the temperature was, but it definitely felt in the lower 90s. 2-1 offering. That one's going to be a high fly ball hit towards center field. Reether going back at the warning track. He'll make the two-handed grab for out number two. 365, 375 feet there on either side of the scoreboard. So I'm going to say the scoreboard's 370, and that went, uh, we'll say about 365. Center fielder Gideon Antle steps in. He is 0 for 1. He... Lined out on the button to Burton at second base. Got his teammate doubled off there, too. First pitch, he's going to hit it to Denoyer. He'll glove it on two hops, throw over to first base, and it'll be a 1-2-3 inning as that goes as a 5-3 put out. And that will end the inning. We'll go to the top of the fifth inning as we're tied at one apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines, and they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Thank you. 
wife trying to tell me something can't pick out what she's saying. You'll have to tell me that later. I got music blaring, the bumper playing. I don't have the best hearing in the world anyways. As Dizzy Bat race underway. <laughs> they got to go down to first base. They're really disoriented. Oh, oh boy. Oh, else had a spill there. And it'll be number four wins the race, followed by one, and the little guy also wearing number one. So that is a good hand for them as Dizzy Bat race, always a lot of fun. Always a lot of pain. Not fun uh, for probably either of us, but it's fun to watch. So we're tied at one apiece. One run on one hit and no errors for the Renegades. One run, three hits, and one error for the Bombers. As this game is important here for standings in the South Division. As if the Renegades could win today, that would put them a half game back in the South Division. Half game to the Joplin Outlaws. Joplin Outlaws. Do lead Nevada one to nothing right now. The top of the fourth inning. So if Joplin lost, it would actually put the Renegades in the top spot. Both teams having a half game difference there. See if the Griffiths and Griffins can pull it off against Joplin tonight. They Leading are. off will be hitter seven, eight, nine. That shortstop Joseph Keelholes. He's over one. Left-handed batter here. He's going to hit the first pitch. Bouncing ball to the second baseman. Glove over to first base for out number one. We'll see if the Griffins can pull it off. They're so far last place in the South Division. Yeah, it would be a half-game drop for the Outlaws and a half-game closer for the Renegades, which would put them even at the top spot, which that's who we play tomorrow night at Joplin are the Outlaws. So potentially if... They could win today and tomorrow. That'd be a four-game win streak for the Renegades, and that would put them in top spot in the South Division. Set to Neuer, steps in, first pitch to him, misses outside, ball one. He is 0 for 1, popped out behind second base to the second baseman. Not sure if I'll make it to Joplin, but you got to let me know how many bases they steal tomorrow. They are. Definitely will do. Base running crazy. Pitch outside, takes it to 2-0. You know, how you cure that is you just don't let them get on base, which is much of what... The Renegades did the other night. They didn't allow a lot of base runners. I mean, there was only, if I remember right, there was only one hit through at least halfway through the game. Wow. So that's how you don't let them steal bases. Don't let them get on that one upstairs. So it'll be three balls, no strikes. As Haig's still on the mound, Ben Haig for the Bombers. Yeah, it's definitely the simple way. Just not don't let anyone on base and get that's stuff done. A pitch called strike one. One out here as we play in the top of the fifth inning. Ben Burton, second baseman in the on-deck circle. If he could get on, we'll go to the top of the lineup. Designated here, Caden Deal. 3-1 pitch, that one well outside. Denoyer gets a walk. <laughs> Quite the bat flip. He had a couple of RBIs the other night in Joplin. So he's going to trot on down to first base, sheds the gloves. And the protector for his left Lower leg, second baseman Ben Burton steps in. He's hit into a 4-3 put out. Last time he was up, he's hitting a 2-17 entry in the game tonight. One out, one runner on. First pitch to Burton, that one outside, ball one.
Caden Deal will be in the on-deck circle. He's 0 for 1 with a walk. Egg looks in. Next offering. That one called strike one. Denoyer took a healthy lead. Started like he was going to go to second, but did not. We're just past 8 o'clock here at Dayfield in Liberty Park Stadium. In Sedalia, Blake Nazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. 1-1 offering, that one upstairs. Takes it to two balls and one strike. Here on the 5th of July. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July yesterday. We enjoyed. We watched the uh, fireworks spectacular put on by the City of Columbia. It was a great show. Had great seats. That one down low, and they're going to say Burton went around on it. So that'll make it two balls and two strikes. Then we went home and watched the fireworks in our neighborhood. So our neighborhood also put on their own 4th of July. We didn't we didn't know it, but there were fireworks everywhere last night. So, Yeah, that was kind of the same for me. I watched fireworks downtown Jeff City by the Capitol. 2-2 pitch. That one's going to be lined in the right field, and there it's it going to get down, and we're going to have runners on first and second base with one out. Couldn't tell if that was going to drop or if it was going to be caught, and it does fall. So Burton has got his first hit of the night. He'll be standing on first base. You see a big smile on his mom and dad's face. They made it out here to Sedalia. As Caden Deal, the designated hitter, he steps in. He's 0 for 1 with a walk. Well, he's before, got one on and two out. Sorry to interrupt. It's okay. Before Burton kindly interrupted me with that base hit. Watch fireworks downtown. Watch fireworks family tosses. Great 4th of July. And Renegades had a good off day. And so far they're playing pretty well here tonight. A pitch outside, ball one. Two on, one out here. Deal can put one in play. Be a chance to score Denoyer. That one upstairs, they're going to throw down. Denoyer will be back safely. High throw. Shortstop was covering the bag, and he had to. That's uh, Stallman. He had to go on a ladder to go get that. Interesting to see both catchers try and pick off at second base. You don't see that very often. You usually see it at first or third, but. Well, Denoyer trying to get a decent lead over there and kind of takes off a little bit with that pitch. Not the fastest on the team, but he's not the slowest on the team either. Tommy Reether will be in the on-deck circle playing center field tonight. He's over 2. Does have that sack bunt. So conversation is over on the mound. Yeah, we debated if we were going to go over to Jeff City and watch the fireworks or stay in Columbia. We live over in Columbia, so we decided to stay there and went out to eat, had some good food, and had some good fireworks. So 2-0 count. Now for deal. Next offering, that one outside upstairs. Yeah, I got to say. 3-0. I got to say, fireworks were good downtown, but I think my neighbors put on a pretty <laughs> bigger and better show. Hey, I saw last night. I know my neighbors did. Best of all, it didn't cost me a dime. Exactly. So 3-0 pitch on its way. That one called strike one. Kind of figured that was coming. Shirley Haig wouldn't walk. The base is loaded here with Tommy Reether in the on-deck circle. We would love to see that, but we'll see. 3-1 count. That one walked him. So he must be listening. He must have... Must have an AirPod in over there listening to us as Haig does just that. So we'll have the bases loaded. Tommy Reether at bat. Denoyer at third base now. Burton at second. 
deal. On first, base is loaded for Reether. First pitch, swing and a miss. Strike one. You have one out here. David Dell, left fielder in the on-deck circle. This is really an opportunity that the Renegades need to capitalize on. Yeah, last thing you want to see is a ground ball right now. That one called strike two. Reether will be down in the count at 0-2. Reether has a pretty good two-strike approach. She kind of widens his stance a little bit. He has chokes up on the bat. We'll see if he can do damage 0-2 here. pitch going to be a bouncing ball, and it's going to get through, and that's going to score one, and there's going to be a play at the plate. No play, actually, and Burton will scamper around, so it's a two-run RBI single for Reether, as you said, choked up on that bat. That really looked like the shortstop and second baseman both thought the other was going to get that. Yeah, they looked like did. a communication. It looked like it was almost the second baseman's ball, but it just kind of scooted right past him and said, excuse me, I'll just go to the center field. I can't tell whose responsibility that was either. As we said, as I said, just looking down the third base line, but both looked like, no, you had it. That's yours. So two runs have been scored, and the Renegades lead 3-1. to one. David Delabat, he's going to hit a hard-hit ball towards center field going to be caught. Everybody's going to go back to their bases for out number two. So now first baseman Carter Mice. He took a walk his last at bat. Also struck out so he's 0 for 1. Has a team leading 27 hits. Would like to see him make it 28. Has 10 RBIs. Would like to make it RBI 11 and or 12. Hamilton Anderson will be in the on-deck circle. Runner's going to go to third. They're going to have the throw down way offline. It's going to be a double stolen base, and that's going to score a run as that ball gets into left field. It's a nice job of deal to steal third base and go home on the throwing air. So deal will be waved home. Reether will be standing at second base. Couldn't quite see, but it looked like the catcher just spiked that ball into third base. Yeah, I think that's what he did. Just air-melded into left field, yeah, so that'll right score another run. One ball, no strike count. Reether showing like he's going to go. That one fouled off. What well, didn't see? Did Reether take off before the pitch? Was it a double steal there? I don't think it was. I think he reached on oh, no, the air. I, I think... I think if it was a double steal, he could have possibly made it to third base, but he was only able to make it to second base. But second's better than no base. We'll put him down as a steal rather than reaching second on an air. That one also fouled off. Mize is aiming for my mom's car. So that'll be one ball and two strikes to count. That lead lengthened to three now as the Renegades lead four to one. Mize will dig back in from the left-hand side of the plate. Hagel checked the runner at second. That's Reether. Nobody holding him on. That pitch again going to be fouled off three straight, three straight pitches. Fouled off over the third base dugout. See if Mize can line this out. It looks like he's just a little bit late on these pitches, and he just keeps fouling them off. He can get on time. He's going to send it a long way. He's putting a good swing on these. See him line this out. Get hit number 28. Reether again has a decent lead at second. Nobody holding him on. And that one's going to be... Fouled off again down the third base line. That one's a little closer to being in play. Uh, if you could put that down the left field line. Outfield's kind of shifted for him. Yeah, they're shifted. Left-handed batter. Right, they're shifted. 
towards their left. All three of them are. If he pokes at their left field, he can probably get a double out of that, to be honest. Yeah. The way they're shifted. Reether again on second base, two outs here. Haig looks back second time at the runner. That pitch again fouled off. So Mize staying alive here with one ball, two strikes. Hamilton Anderson in the on-deck circle. He had that RBI single that turned into him standing at third base after the right fielder committed a plethora of errors. One-two pitch. That one's going to be a slow roller to the shortstop. He'll glove it, throw over to first base, and get the out. And that will be out number three in a 6-3 put out. But he was the seventh batter of the inning as the Renegades. I thought they were calling me for a second. I thought they did too. I was like, I don't know what I won, but thanks. So that will give three runs, though, in the lead back to the Renegades as they lead 4-1. to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal, just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. Why settle for being real when you can be normal? The Normal Maker, new from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. What we like, how our brains work. In fact, one in five of us live with mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Start by talking to someone you trust. And remember, there is no normal. As the COVID-19 vaccines become available, you may be asking yourself, should I get it? Will it help me get back to doing the things I love? Like meeting friends or traveling. And can I do it without putting my family at risk? You've got questions, that's normal. So visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for the latest information on the COVID-19 vaccines. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. It's up to you. A message brought to you by the Ad Council and the CDC. Well, new pitcher on the mound for the Renegades. It'll be Xander Lovett. The four innings, really, I would say four solid innings of work for Austin Brewer. Did give up only three hits. Gave up one error, but solid work for him tonight as Xander Lovett on the mound. Six foot, 185 pounder from Columbia, Missouri. Right-handed thrower. Sophomore at Northwest Missouri State. He's pitched in six games, has two starts, a record of 0-1. 3.37 ERA. He has eight strikeouts, seven walks, has 11 hits, and it's pitched in just over 10 innings. So pretty solid for him on the mound this season for the Renegades. So they'll lead off with hitters 8, 9, and 1. That's Brandon Stallman. Stallman, left-handed batter, first pitch from 11, misses ball one. Lovin, hold the glove up over his mouth. He'll get the sign. 1-0 pitch on the way. That one's going to be hit to Burton. One bounce to him. He'll glove throw over to first. And the four, three put out. No need for him to get a big hurry there. Just take his time, field it cleanly. 
Most throw of balls, for out number one. Most of the balls hit him, just been right to him. Barely had to move for that ground ball. Now batting will be second baseman Kellen Williamson. He had a walk, a stolen base, and then was hit around the base path with a double. That's the only run for the Bombers as the Renegades lead 4-1. to one. First pitch in there for called strike one. Boy, that thing had some great movement as it just drops in there. Strike one. Next pitch from Levin. That one misses outside. Even the count of one ball and one strike. Williams hitting a 419 on the season. That one misses as well. So it'll be two balls and one strike. Levin's next offering. That one in there for called strike two. He was a count of two balls and two strikes. One out here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. That pitch is going to be hit to Mize. He'll field it unassisted to one for the out. He has three unassisted. That'll go in the scorebook. It'll be out number two. So now back to the top of the lineup. Right fielder Wyatt Tao will come to bat. Two quick, two, cannot speak. Two quick outs so far for Lovin. He's showing off his great fastball I've talked about before. Loving that fastball. Back to that pun. Next pitch. That one hits the top part of the strike zone for called strike one. Ada Griffins have chopped the outlaws here in the bottom of the fourth inning. They lead three to one, so they could help us out. That one misses ball one. The unlikely hero. We need the Griffins to win. And the Renegades to win, and that would put a tie for first place in the South Division between the Outlaws and the Renegades. Swung on and missed for strike two. Then that'll put for a South Division matchup tomorrow night as we'll be in Joplin. That one's going to be hit to Keelholes, and he will grab it for out number three. And the minimum face there is three up and three down. We'll go to the top of the sixth inning as the Renegades lead 4-1. to one. We'll go to the top of the inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I uh, was just going to drive home. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, There are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text-to-emoji ratio? Oh, man. The selfies. <laughs> selfies. Nailed it. Warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to be your subconscious. Craig, come on, man, let's put a ride home. After I came home from Iraq, I could still hear the booms. Makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. Thanks to DAV, I was able to begin to heal. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. 
Well, new pitcher into the ball game for the Bombers as Nick King makes his Bombers debut. Again, Point Shriek has no hometown, no weight, no height, just that he throws right-handed, no college, no nothing. Well, it said he's making his debut, so I'm guessing that that number is wrong. Because that shows Nick King has pitched in one game, so he couldn't be making his debut. He's already pitched in a game. Confusing. Not a genius, but I can figure that out, so I'll have to wait till point streak updates here. Leading off will be hitters 5, 6, and 7, catcher Hamilton Anderson. He will lead off for the Renegades. Wow. First pitch. That was awfully slow. It's a funky delivery if I've ever seen it. Nope, this is another pitcher. I'll get that in a minute. That one in called strike one, so evens the count at one ball and one strike. So my suspicions were correct. That one misses. Hamilton will be ahead in the count of two balls and one strike. This is Bowers on the mound. That one also misses. If I can grab his line here, that'll be three balls and one strike. Next offering, that one's going to be rocketed foul. So that will take it full, three balls and two strikes. See him on there, do you? I do not. Full payoff pitch is in the dirt, and Hamilton just turns around and starts walking to first base. I think it was nowhere near the plate. It's good. So Hamilton will reach first base with the leadoff walk. All I can tell you is this is in period Bowers. Don't know what his first name is, but he throws right-handed. We can tell you that. And he has a Bombers jersey on. Used to belong to a teammate. That's about the best I can give you right now. Still says he has a 9.0 ERA and one innings pitched, but that is incorrect. So Andrew Patton, right fielder, his first pitch will be fouled off. He's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. That son is finally behind the trees. We can see again. So runner on first base, that's Hamilton Anderson in the on-deck circle. Shortstop Joseph Keelholz. Patton's next pitch, that one's going to get by the catcher, and Anderson's going to go to second base. So he will have second on a wild pitch. So Patton will be even with one ball and one strike. I think it's dropped about five or six degrees now that sun's went down. Yeah, it does feel much cooler. A lot more shade. Renegades lead four to one. Hamilton Anderson at second base with a walk and a wild pitch. That one called strike two. So that'll put Patton down in the count and one ball and two strikes. As we play here, top of the sixth inning. Bowers next offering that hit patent on the left elbow. Does not have a protector on that elbow. Luckily, it's just a curveball that got away from him. 
Patton looked like he was shocked by that. So now we'll have one runner on first base and one runner on second base. Holtz, the shortstop, will step in. He is 0 for 2 with a strikeout and popped out in a 4-3, and Bowers' night's already done. Wow. So he faced two batters, and his night's over. Well, what do you say about that? Not sure. I, he, two I, batters, both on base, didn't get an out. Very interesting. I know there's been a lot of short leashes with pitchers, but I don't know what you call that one. So we should have a left-hander pitching here. Trying to see who that is, what number that is. See if it's going to be a mystery player as well. 35. Well, no 35 in the book, so... Oh, maybe there is. So they list 35 as Bennett Thatcher, but he's a catcher. Now, I know that's not him because unless he he catches and bats right-handed, but he throws as a pitcher left-handed, that's not him. I mean, I could say we've <laughs> seen worse, crazier things, but... Maybe he's an ambidextrous pitcher. He does have a left-handed hitter on base or on deck. Well, hey, you know, maybe he is. So not sure who this is pitching, but he's wearing 35. He he's probably hair. not Bennett Thatcher. He has some white pants on with a blue stripe, a thin blue stripe. He does have long hair poking out of that bomber's cap. Has the white plate on the front of the cap with the bomber's logo. And the navy blue all the way around. Will be his Bombers debut. Jacob D. D. Canes? Something like that. Took off my headset so I can hear. Jacob D. Canes. I think that's Jacob's on the mound. (laughs) Jacob D. So two on. Nobody out here as Keelholz. He'll show bunt and got that one foul, so he'll be down to the count of 0-1. Bombers did bring in about six new pitchers from Columbia College to help bolster their their team. So he is one of them, back-to-back pitchers now making their Bombers debut. So catcher in Dillman puts the defensive alignment in play that he wants. First and third baseman's playing in. Two on, nobody out here. 0-1 count. Keel holds a show bunt. He'll take that one in the dirt. Good eye by him to see that was bouncing across home plate. So far in this inning, Bombers pitchers can not throw strikes at the moment. Keel holds even at the count at 1-1. One one. Next offering, he'll show bunt. Take it back. We're ball two. So two balls, one strike to count as we're nearing 830 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Flies have come out here. 2-1 offering. Keel holds a show bunt. Take it back again as that one misses outside. So it's three and one. 
Seth DeNoyer in the on-deck circle. He took a walk his last time up. He might be a bat with bases loaded here. Three balls, one strike to count. Hugh holds in the left-handed batter's box. Next offering, he'll show bunt. He'll take it back as he'll be headed down to first base with a walk. And here is Taco. So Seth DeNoyer, third baseman, he steps in. He is 0 for 1 with a pop out to the second baseman. Does have that walk as well. He will dig in, has bases loaded now. Nobody out here as we play in the top of the sixth inning. This ball game could get busted open right here. DeNoyer fouls that one straight back. He heard it hit the backstop. That's two but twelves up to about waist high, and then it's fence from there. So no balls, two, or no balls, one strike to count. DeNoyer asked time. Now he steps in, says he's ready. Next offering on its way. Nobody out here. Base is loaded. Swing and a miss for strike two. Really like DeNoyer to get a hit here. Get some RBIs to his credit. Even a sack fly would do. Just get some more insurance runs. You know what? Let's just see him hit it out of the park. That'd be even better, I think. Yeah. Really changes the stance here with two strikes. 0-2 pitch on its way. That one downstairs. Tells Hamilton Anderson to stay at third base as didn't get away from the catcher. I think he has more significant two-strike approach than Tommy Reether does. He almost completely changes his stance. He goes from kind of relaxed up, up, up high to legs spread apart and kind of crouched down. One-two offering. He's going to hit a works. shot. It's going to go into left field, and that's going to score two. Well, they put the brakes on Patton. Let's throw. Was cut off, and DeNoyer gets an RBI single as he sent that in a shallow left field. Well, we've seen the two-strike approach work twice so far. Reether did it earlier, and now Seth DeNoyer. Ben Burton will step in. He had a single his last at bat, and he's got the bases still loaded as well. Patton will be on third base. Keel holes on second. DeNoyer on first. Gaden Deal in the on-deck circle. First offering to Burton. That one downstairs got away. Patton does not go. It didn't go too far. Patton looking for, sorry, uh, Burton looking for back-to-back hits. So he had a single in the right field his last at bat. He did end up coming all the way around to score one of those runs as it's now a 5-1 to one lead for the Renegades. That one called strike one. Five runs, four hits, no errors for the Renegades. One run, three hits, two errors for the Bombers. 1-1 offering on its way. That's going to be a chopper hit to the third baseman. They're going to throw home as Patton will slide in, but tags home plate. So it'll be a fielder's choice for Burton. But it still has the bases loaded. Caden Deal will step on. Bases loaded. Obtained batter. That one goes, gets by, and that's going to be a run as Keelholz will scamper on home with the wild pitch, and everybody will move forward to base. 
Keelholz scores on a wild pitch. Now a 6-1 ball game. Wait for that scoreboard to update. So runners on second and third. One out here is Deal. Has the next offering. He's going to foul that one. He off, wanted to crush that pitch. Off the catcher and the home plate umpire. Just couldn't quite catch up with it. So Deal will step out. Think that one through just a little bit. Tommy Reether in the on-deck circle. That one's going to be hit off his foot. That right leg, so he'll be down to the count of one ball and two strikes. Want to holler up there and tell him to add another run to the scoreboard? There they go. Well, I just had to threaten him that we were going to holler <laughs> up there, I guess. So 6-1 to one ball game now in favor of the Renegades. Two on, one out here. One-two pitch, forthcoming. Deal at bat. That one downstairs. Evens a count of two balls and two strikes. Six runs on only four hits. Renegades have had a lot of walks tonight. They've worked a lot of counts. Two-two pitch on its way. Deal's going to hit a bouncing ball. Be taken by the first baseman. Nobody there to cover the bag, and he's going to... Be tagged out, but Denoyer will score. I thought he was going to beat that. I thought he was, too. He just slid at the last second, foot to first base. That Barely will got score him. a run, though. Nobody covering first base, and Tommy Reether will step in from the left-hand side of the plate. He's got two RBIs. To his credit, had a two-RBI two single last at bat. It is to 7-1 now. And pitch in there for called strike one. That one misses for ball one. Give credit. A sack hit there. I don't know what they're going to give it on the score, official score book, but. That's how I'm going to put it down in mind. 1-1 pitch. That one also low and outside. We've seen that happen a couple times to the Renegades where Chopper's been hit to first base and nobody covers the bag. Nice to see it on the other team. 2-1 pitch. That one's fouled off to the parking lot. That'll take it to two balls and two strikes. Don't hear any uh, car alarms going off, so it might have missed everything over there behind the third base dugout. One on, two out here, 2-2 two, two pitch on its way. That one misses high, just barely. I was going to say another good pitch. So that'll take it full, three balls and two strikes. Three runs have been scored in the inning. Tommy Reether trying to add to it. He's going to hit a high fly ball. That's going to be maybe tracked down by the center fielder. He'll have to get on his horse, and he does. I don't know if he had a delayed read on it or just couldn't play it very well, but that will be out number three. However, Renegades were able to score three more runs. They now lead by a score of 7-1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Every year, 4.5 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 visit the ER. It's every parent's nightmare. Umergency gives you all the tools you need to quickly and effectively manage your family's emergency. Umergency provides instant access to vital resources customized to your student's campus and local community, digital consent form, and built-in urgent alert button. Umergency gives you peace of mind when you need it most. Download your Umergency app now. America's veterans have always stepped up and made great sacrifices. But with the COVID-19 crisis, many veterans are struggling to make ends meet or get the care they need. DAV has helped ill and injured veterans for 100 years, but today the need is greater than ever. You can help. Go to DAV.org to help provide critical support to veterans in need or to learn more about DAV's free programs and services supporting veterans. A new pitcher in the ball game as Colton Holscher steps in. He's from Jefferson City. He's a southpaw. He's 6'2", 165-pounder, a sophomore. He's pitched in six games, has a 2.70 ERA, one save, six and two-thirds innings with nine strikeouts, six walks, and giving up seven hits. First batter he will face. First pitch, swung on and missed. They'll send hitters 2, 3, and 4 to the plate. That's Zach Dillman, the catcher, leads off. He's down to the count at 0-1. Seven runs on four hits. That one called strike two. No errors for the Renegades. One run, three hits, two errors for the Bombers. Dillman down in the count. He's going to hit that one out of play. I'll do it again. Ooh, that one had him fooled, swung on and missed, and he needs to go back and recalibrate after that. Third baseman, Braden DeSonia steps in. He's had a walk and an RBI double. He's had a decent night so far. First pitch to him. This is for ball one. One out here, next offering. That one's going to be chopped over the first base dugout. That'll leave the count at one ball and one strike. One out here as we play in the bottom of the sixth inning. That pitch outside. It'll be two balls and one strike. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So it'll take us to two and two. One out here as we play in the bottom of the six. It's 7-1 Renegades ball game. That one upstairs. It takes us full. And three balls, two strikes with one out. Next offering, 
That one's fouled off. So we'll do the payoff pitch again. Sonia had a walk, but has a one-for-one game with that walk. to get an RBI double. That's the only run the Bombers have. He's going to smoke one into left field. Same exact spot as this last hit. Yeah, he's dialed in right there. He's going to get on base with a one-out single. So first baseman, Brady McGinnis, he's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. He has one of each kind. Great if he could hit into another another double play. Bombers have hit into one so far tonight. Runner's going to go to second, and that one's going to be blooped into center field as the hit and run was on, and they'll have runners at the corners. I totally thought that was going to be a little pop flight of short. Just fooled me. So back-to-back hits have been issued here after the strikeout of the first batter. So runners on the corners, one out here as left fielder Zane Raglan will step in. He hit into center field and also had a strikeout. So runners on the corners, one out here. Ulcher's given up two hits so far in this inning. Runners on the corners. Swing and a miss for strike one. It'll be no balls and one strike. Renegade still leads 7-1. Next offering on its way. Swing and a miss for strike two. Got Raglan fooled there. So two count. One out here. Runners on the corners. That one's going to be fouled back. He reached out and tried to poke that one in play. So it'll still be no balls and two strikes. One out here as we play in the bottom of the sixth inning. That pitch downstairs and inside. That takes a one ball and two strikes. And Holscher on the mound in relief. He's a southpaw. Left-hander looks in, gets the sign. Checks the runner on first. That one way high. That takes us to a count of two and two. So he'll look in again, take a deep breath. He'll get the sign. He'll come set. And swing on, swung on and missed. That's strikeout number two. I've seen a lot of those out there reaching swings tonight from the Bombers. Yeah, They're just fooled by the breaking balls. I don't know if Raglan could have got that even if he threw the bat at it. Designated hitter Spencer Nevin steps in. He's over 2 with a 1-3 out and a... Fly out to center field. First offering from Holscher. It's going to be a bouncing ball. Burton will take it. He'll toss over to second base to get the out. And that will be a 
Six put out and ends the inning. So two hits were issued, but no damage done. And the Renegades still lead by a score of 7-1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines, and they are the first step that lets us get back to the things we miss most, like spreading the word without spreading concern, girls tripping instead of solo sipping, and talking smack with a side of mac and cheese. It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is my husband, Alex Hesse. Alex is about two weeks away from coming home. Yeah, I stopped on the bomb. Lost my legs and my left hand in an explosion. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Look at that smile! You did it! Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. We go to the top turn my page here bottom of oh, I was right got confused what inning we're in I was trying to watch the future bombers race here it's an uncontested oh, first yeah, place race oh <laughs> second and third place a one-man race yeah second and third's a little closer not anymore well, well he dropped mind. his helmet <laughs> He's three rounding young, third. Three youngsters have to. He's headed home. Put on an oversized pair of pants. Put on an Slide oversized in. jersey. Oh, two slides in. One, <laughs> one has the jersey on backwards. <laughs> so they get to run around the base path and slide into home. <laughs> now his pants are stuck. So we'll go to the top of the seventh inning. Looks like new pitcher in the ball game for the Bombers. Uh, is that 24? Yep, 24. We'll see who this pitcher is. He's a right-hander. That's all for sure we can tell you right at the moment. Well, this is Zane. Maybe Zane Dover. He has the right number. He's a right-handed thrower, so that helps. I don't know if that's actually who it is out there. So far, he's thrown two of his five pitches towards the backstop. So it should be hitters three, four, and five coming to the plate. Well, we might have a substitution here is... That would be David Dell in left field, but I see Brady Voss is in the on-deck circle, so he might be checking into the ball game. Lots of uncertainty here at the ballpark. Sedalia, we brought in, still before the ball game, they brought in about six pitchers from Columbia College to help out their team. 
getting a long time on the mound here to warm up. Seven runs, four hits, no errors for the Renegades. One run, five hits, two errors for the Bombers. So that will be the case as Brady Voss has checked in now. Did I miss any hit-by-pitches while I was gone? Uh, I don't think so. That's a happy but sad thing. Happy because he's not hurt and sad because less space runners. So Brady Voss will step in. He's a right-handed batter. First pitch to him. He's going to hit it a mile high out of play. He'll be down to the count of 0-1-1. Voss from Lake St. Louis, Missouri, six foot, 175-pounder, right-hander across the board, a sophomore at Missouri S&T. So Zane Dover is on the mound. Get his line in a minute. That pitch upstairs evens the count of one ball and one strike. So David Dell will have his night come to a close in left field. Brady Voss is going to hit it, and it's going to go into the left field corner. That was a good substitution. He'll be on his way to second base with a leadoff double as he rips that down the third base line into left field, and he has got a leadoff double. He has started to have a bat that's coming alive. First baseman Carter Mize will step in. One on. Nobody out here in the top of the seventh inning. Zane Dover, right-handed thrower. Again, no information on him, so he's from nowhere. Has no height, no weight. Doesn't play college anywhere, apparently, either. But he's pitched in four games. Has a record of 0-0, 9.64 ERA. He's given up two strikeouts, nine hits, and eight walks. First offering, outside ball one to Mize. He has an arm. That's what really counts. Mize will dig back in. One ball, no strikes to count. Nobody out here. Voss on first base. That one in the dirt. Takes it to two balls and no strikes. Nevada still leading the Joplin. The uh, Outlaws at Joplin. Top of the seventh inning. That's a 3-1 score. That one's going to be hit a mile high. Right fielder. Going over on it. Did he catch it or drop it? I think he caught it. Well, he must have caught it. The look of... Both teams were clapping. Look at Anderson. He looked shocked at that. Must Everyone looks in... kind of confused. I don't know where it was. It was just right field. We can't see anything over there, so... But that will move Boss over to third base. Catcher Hamilton Anderson will step in here with one out. Loss on third base. A pitch downstairs, ball one. I was saying the Griffins leading the Outlaws at Joplin 3-1. to one. Clarinda hosting the Mustangs. The A's are leading 8-3. to three. That one misses, ball two. Weren't they down earlier in the game? They just came back and scored a lot of runs. Yeah, they were. I think it was 3-1. to one. That one downstairs, ball three. So three balls, no strikes. Voss standing on third base. One out. As Dover looks in, takes a deep breath. One out here, 3-0 offering. That one misses. So Hamilton Anderson will draw his first walk of the night as he'll 
She had the gloves in the lower leg protector, and he'll jog it down to first base. Right fielder Andrew Patton, he was hit by pitch his last at bat. He will step in, has an 0 for 2 night with two strikeouts. Runners on the corner, one out here. He's trying to add to this 7-1 ball game. That pitch way outside. So far, five pitches. Last five pitches have all been balls. Over will check on Hamilton Anderson at first base. 1-0 offering. That one bounces the home plate. Takes it to two balls and no strikes. Going to check to see if the pitcher's ready in the bullpen for the Bombers. Apparently not yet. So two balls, no strikes to count as Patton digs back in on the right-hand side of the plate. One out, two on. That one hit him, so now he's Mr. HBP. He's been hit the last two at-bats he has. So, so now we have Mr. HBP on third base. That's the original. We have the professor on second base with Hamilton Anderson. And we have Mr. HBP 2.0 with Andrew Patton on first base. We got senior and junior at third and first. So we'll have a pitching change here. As we'll see who that is. Uh, 39. So we'll see if we're any better finding information on this pitcher. Tyler Abney, right-handed thrower. That might be who that is. Well, that is Tyler Abney. He's I believe he's a Sedalia native or from this area, if I'm not mistaken. I think I heard him say he goes to State Fair, which is right here right in Sedalia. Yep, just on the other side of town. So that's why I think he's from here, at least from this area. So Tyler Abney on the mound for the Bombers. He's pitched in six games, has a record of 0-2. Took that seven, that uh, eight to seven loss, pitched two innings in that when on June second, the first game of our season, but didn't have anything in the decision on that. So he had thirteen innings pitched, eleven strikeouts, four walks. He's given up fifteen hits. ERA six point two three. Again, not really who I'd probably want on the mound here with bases loaded and one out, especially with that ERA. It's liable to go up here. So shortstop Joseph Keelholz. He's 0 for 2 with a walk. In the on-deck circle, Seth DeNoyer, he had an RBI single. His last at bat, if either one of them could get on. Second baseman Ben Burton, he's had back-to-back singles. I got to say, I think this is exactly the person I want as a Renegades fan. So Keelholz is going to foul that one down the first baseline. Brady Voss had started things off with a leadoff double that he ripped down the third base line, got into the corner there, and he was standing on second base easily. He's now over at third base. Killholes is going to hit that one off the end of the bat, and it's going to go foul. 
I I don't know what that was, but a run's going to be scored. That hit him by any chance? He fouled that off, but he's awarded first base. So a run scores. As Voss will. Or it could have been catcher's interference, too. Yeah, there's something went. Denoyer's going to take a ball up and in. So he'll be hitting the count at one ball, no strikes. It's now 8-1. to one. have to check to see what the ruling is on point streak. Still bases loaded. I really hope that wasn't called a fair ball. It wasn't. <laughs> that one also misses. Yeah, that thing hit about three feet over the foul line. Hamilton Anderson at third base. 2-0 pitch. That one misses. Makes it 3-0. Andrew Patton on second. Joseph Keelholz on first base. That one walks DeNoyer, so another run will score. As DeNoyer will be issued a four-pitch walk. And Hamilton Anderson will come on in to score. And it's now a 9-1 ball game. Ben Burton in the on-deck circle. Offense to him, misses. Offense just pouring it on tonight. Leading by eight runs with only five hits. All right, let me, that one upstairs, ball two. So according to point streak, he was hit by pitch. So he hit by pitch and then lined it foul. So that's how all this started. Our confusion started. I thought... If you swung at a pitch and you got hit by it, it's still a strike. Unless I'm completely wrong on that. That's a good question. So 2-1 offering. Back-to-back. Balls called strikes, so it evens the count of two balls and two strikes. My scorebook's all screwed up now. That one in the dirt. Patton will not come home. So two runs plated. In the frame as it's a 9-1 to ball game so far. One out here. Again, bases loaded. Payoff pitch. It's going to be a chopper, and it's going to go foul down the third base line. So Burton will jog back to home plate and do it again. Bases juiced. Three balls, two strikes to count. Abney on the mound. Had to double-check that, though, to see how they were going to rule that because I couldn't tell if he got hit by pitch. Either way, he was awarded first base. Payoff pitch on its way. Burton's going to hit that one a mile high into center field. And the the center fielder misplays it, and it'll score one, and the bases will still be loaded. The center fielder wasn't even close to that. Well, he was about eight or ten foot away from that. That's going to go as an RBI single. you got to wonder how frustrated Tyler Abney is now. So Patton will score. Should have been the second out of the inning. So Keelholz will move over to third base. As Caden Deal will step in, bases loaded. Fouls that one off. Keelholz at third, Denoyer at second, Burton at first, as this is batter number eight here in the inning. A one pitch. 
That one hit a mile high. We'll see. First baseman's going to come over. Looks like he's got territory, and he'll make the grab for out number two. So Deal will be retired. That's just second out. Bases loaded. Tommy Reether steps in as he is the ninth batter of the frame. Renegades lead 10-1. to one. First pitch to Tommy. Swing and a miss for strike one. Reether was trying to clear the bases there with a hit. Bases loaded. 0-1 pitch. And he's going to do that as he'll send it into center field. And it's going to score one as he will have. A stand-up, RBI single, and the hits keep on raining. And finally, we get a chance to score up the screw up the scorebook, I should say, as this will be the 10th batter coming to frame as we started things off with Brady Voss, who was a substitution. He had a double to lead off the game, so he will come right back in. As he's got to put his batting gloves on, he wasn't ready to come out, so... <laughs> I don't think anyone was ready after that dropped what should have been second out. First pitch called strike one. I shouldn't say dropped. It was, if, if you drop something, you got to touch it, and he wasn't even close to the ball. Still not sure what happened over there. Boss is going to hit that one a mile high. Left fielder coming over. He's going to settle under it and make the grab. That will be out number three. And that will end the inning. However, that's a 10-run lead now for the Renegades as they lead 11-1. to So potentially, if we can hold the Bombers to no runs here, our game could go final with the 10-run rule. We'd all have an early night. We're going to pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swinnigan lives and works in mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swinnigan. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning just to show you some of the struggles of the pitching of the Bombers. Those four runs were scored on three hits and ten batters. Holscher still on the mound. First pitch as they'll send hitters seven, eight, and nine to the plate. That'll be center fielder Gideon Antle. Lead off. That one swung on and missed. That evens the count of one ball and one strike. <laughs> Again, he got he got uh, crossed up there and off balance and let out a little scream. <laughs> Wonder he didn't end up in the left-handed batter's box. Holscher's one-one delivery swung on and missed. Crossed him up again. Renegades have all of these Bombers players crossed up and 
out of sorts. Four runs scored in the top of the seventh inning for the Renegades. One-two pitch. That'll be a chopper hit to Denoyer, and it's going to go off of his glove. Took a nasty hop. And Antle will be standing on first base with the leadoff single. Shortstop, Brandon Stallman will step in. Stallman had a single to right field, then had a 4-3 put out. One on, nobody out here as we play in the bottom of the seventh. First pitch upstairs, ball one. As I said, those four runs scored with just three hits in the last inning for the Renegades. They plated ten batters. Came to bat. Next offering from Holscher. That one upstairs. Takes us to a 2 0 count. Now, top of the eighth inning, it's tied 3 3. Joplin Outlaws and Betty Griffins are hosting. Outlaws hosting the Griffins at Joe Becker Stadium. It was a 3 1 ball game, but Outlaws have come back. Tied it up. Throw over to first base. No tag applied. Corinda A's are leading the Mustangs of St. Joe 9-3. Of course, our 11-1 ball game here at Sedalia. Olsher checks the runner at first. 2-0 offering on its way. That one called strike one. See if the Renegades can get a quick double play here and hopefully wrap this game up soon. It should be if they, like Blake said earlier, oop. Well, maybe not. High fly ball hit towards center field. Reether tracks it down. That thing again sent him on the past the warning track. He was on the warning track, but he was clear up against the wall, and that's long out number one. Getting Antle has to retreat back to first base. Second baseman Kellen Williams steps in. He is 0 for 1. And into an out, three unassisted at first base. Oh, we might have a substitution here. I think he was last second. He was kind of sprinted in the batter's box. Let's see who number nine is. Michelle Williams is wearing four. First pitch down low, ball one. I honestly probably haven't checked his jersey all night. But I don't hear the PA announcer having announced it either, so I'm wondering if it's not a substitution. one offering, that's another high fly ball. Moss is going to go back and make it in left field for out number two. I think we're one out away from end of the ball game. I was trying to say it earlier before I got interrupted. I think if it's by 10 runs, let the home team bat one more time, but should be the end of the game. So now batting, top of the lineup will be right fielder Wyatt Tau. So two outs here, 11-1 ball game, runner on first base. Holscher will deliver, throw down to second base. On the knees, wow. That one safe. Anderson tried to gun out Antle, but he got there faster than the ball did. 
Towel down on the count and no balls and one strike. Just after 9 o'clock here. Ulster's 0-1 offering, swung on and missed again. Got him to get off balance and swing at one well outside the zone. They have been doing that all night. No balls, two strikes, two outs here, runner on second base. He's going to take off for third. That ball is going to be hit right towards me. Right towards you. I was the only one that didn't flinch on that. I was I was actually pondering if Antle was going to go to third base with two strikes and two outs. I assumed he would, and he did, so I assume he'll do the same here. 0-2 pitch on his way, and another sliced high fly ball to right field. Coming in on it is Patton. He'll make the grab for out number three. And there it is. And that will be the ball game as the Renegades win. Boy, this PA announcer sure is excited. <laughs> that's, that's the most disappointing I've heard. If there was ever wow. disappointment in a voice, it is the PA announcer right here. <laughs> he was all excited all game, and here we are after an 11-1 win by the Renegades. So the Renegades get a win as they win 11-1 in a game shortened because of the inning rule. As that makes it three in a row for the Renegades as they're starting to roll. They have good-looking pitchers, good-looking batters, and good-looking fielders. They're starting to peak when they need to. Still, 3-3 three to three in the top of the eighth inning at Joplin. We'll see how that game ends up, but that's a game if Nevada can pull out the upset there, that would actually help out the Renegades and put them in a tie with Joplin for the top spot. Yes, let's see if it's updated yet. Our game not showing final yet, so so with the win, it should close the gap between first and second place as the Outlaws sit at first place with 10-9 record. Renegades sit in second place at what would be a record of 12-12 and 12 now with this win. That'll put them a half game back from Joplin. If Joplin were to lose, Joplin wins, they'll go back to a full game lead. If Joplin loses, then it would be a tie for first place. So we'll have to wait and see, wait for this to go final. Yep, so it is a half game lead as Joplin falls to 10-9 and nine on the season. Renegades, even their record at 500, they're a half game back from the Joplin Outlaws. Sedalia Bombers, they're now two full games back with a record of 10 and 13 in the South Division. And the Renegade Griffins are three full games back, sit with a record of 9 and 14. However, if they win, that would put them two, two full games back. Joplin would fall a half game, which would put them at a tie, as I said, with the Renegades. So we'll see how that game plays out. Hopefully, the Griffins can get out of their slump and maybe help the Renegades out. See a couple of youngsters out there. One of those is my daughter. One of them head coach for the Renegades, his daughter. So they're out there having fun on the ballpark celebrating. Third victory in a row for the Renegades 
as they win by a final of 11-1. to Well, what were your thoughts on the game tonight? I mean, it was just fantastic all around. You said it earlier, good good pitching, good fielding, good batting. I mean, the fact is they, they scored a lot of runs, and it didn't even take a lot of hits. They only had around seven, eight hits tonight. Yeah, they I, only I had remember. seven hits, 11 runs on seven hits. It was good to see they worked a lot of counts, and they were able to work a lot of walks, which is what you like to see. It's seen taking bad pitches and swinging at good ones, and I mean, pitching was spectacular tonight also as they only allowed one run, and that was in, I think, around the second inning. But, I mean, it was just a fantastic win all around, and like you said, it was a win they needed to win, and they did just that. So tomorrow we'll be on the road again as we'll travel to Joplin and take on the Outlaws. We just saw them on Friday, and that was a 6-2 to two victory for the Renegades. So they're looking to try to make it four in a row. Most importantly, that would put them in first place in the South Division. So that's going to pretty much do it for our broadcast tonight. Grayson, any final thoughts for uh, we get out of here? No, I unfortunately I probably won't make make it to the Joplin game, but I can't wait to see them back um, when I'm available. And I just hope they can keep going where they're going. They've won three straight, like you said, and I just like to see the momentum building and see them win more. Well, that is going to do it for our broadcast tonight as the Renegades are able to end the game early and close it in the seventh inning after the seventh inning with the 10-run rule. So they run-ruled the Bombers. And that moves them to 500 on the season at 12-12. and 12. Most importantly, they're fighting for the top spot in the Mink League South Division. For Grayson Smith, I'm Blake Gasway for the Show Me Sports Network. Until I talk to you tomorrow night from Joplin, as we'll have pregame about 6.45, first pitch set for 7 o'clock until we come to you at Joe Becker Stadium tomorrow night. So long, and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Car, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Poncheros, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.